You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay. Milavno Satvua. They look like little bricks. They look like Milavnot. They're square pieces of, of, of uh, on the ground. If you'd be looking from above or even from below, it looks like a square, and you plant grains in little squares. Shabena Zaitim. But there's trees all through them. There's you in between the trees you put the grain, you put your planting. So even though they seem to be there seems to be a separation here, and we saw that grains, a lot of things are called separations. Beshame says that's no. You you there is a path, you can get from one to the other. I know that you gotta go through the olive trees, but you gotta take paya from each group of grains. Basilo says, no, look, you're planting essentially the same thing, even though they are planted within the trees. Modim, Shammai will admit, if the tips of each row of, uh, of, of grain are connected, even though they move around the tree, but if at the end of the, uh, at, at least at one portion of these uh, these beds of grain, they are connected with the one next to it, they're mu'uriv. So even though you have trees in the middle, no sinpeya achas, because that connection is enough. What happens here is, as, as we've explained before, is that he does not harvest all in one shot. Because of the sun, because of the type of seeds, maybe because of the fertilizer, I don't know. But it turns out that it, he, he has decided that he's going to harvest one section before the other one. Vishayr klachim lachim. And therefore he harvests and he begins to harvest one area. The rest of them clearly are still in a way, even though he might have planted them at a, a similar time, they grew at a different rate. And now they are wet stalks in the ground. Rabbi Kiva Oymer, that's like separate fields. You're not ready to harvest over there. That's a kelach still in the ground. So therefore, every section has to take payas separately. Even though it's going to take you a couple of weeks to get them all done, they all are grain. They all are the same material. Let's say what's growing here is a, a, a type of like mustard or sheves, uh that is a type of plant that by, na- by definition sprouts at different times. And, you, and to add to that, you put it in three different places, there, even though it's the same thing, it's the same material, but since it comes out separately the way it does, even the Chachamim agree that you're going to give Peah three times. What did we say in the Mishnah? Okay. Olives, olive trees. But there's another version of this Mishnah. Tanya de Beis Rebbe. Again, our Mishnah that came down to us says a specific type of tree. But another Mishnah that was put together by Rebut Anasi, but didn't make the final cut, says Shebein Ailanos. 
So it's sort of like a brisa that says trees, not just olive trees. Hmm. Is there a significance to that? Yershami is going to say yes. Masnisin tzurcha, the Mishnah that says olives is important to tell you what is important with the base Rebbe. It's important and it, it complements the Mishnah that came out of Rebbe's house. The base Rebbe, the Mishnah base Rebbe that just says trees, tzurcha masnisin. We need to attach it to our Mishnah. In other words, we need both of them together. Why? If we just have our Mishnah, which had olives, below Tony the base Rebbe, we didn't just say, we didn't say trees. Then I'd say the grain is by olives. You know why? The uh, you know why Shammai says you have to take paya from every group of grain because what's in the middle between those groups of grain between those malabnot. What's in there is a type of tree that itself, the Torah says is chayv and peyah. The only reason why it's considered a separation, and it's like a separate field, a separate area that's chayv and peyah, this the next square of wheat, is because what separates the two squares of wheat? Another thing that's chayv and peyah, an olive tree. Dover shuchayv now, we learned before that all trees are chayv and peya, but when it comes to olives, the Torah says uh, about out to fire. It says specifically to be mefayr, to leave the uh, the top, to leave the top branches as peya. So by olives is a type of tree that peya is more mefurash. So therefore, I would say it's only peya, where the Torah zeroes in and and, and, quali- and, and clarifies and, and, and says there's a din peya, because it says sotcha by peya. It doesn't say trees, but we know from that pasik by olives, trees, that it's referring to peya. So peya is more mafurish by the olive tree than any other tree. That's the reason why it creates a separation between the grains. Because what's in between one bed of, of wheat and the other? Something that we know is objectively chayev and peya, according to everybody. A tree, and it might be a tree you're put from peya, according to some opinions. Maybe they're afbe shamai modim, We look at the trees like they don't count. Okay, the trees are there, they're big, and they're sort of like making a problem, but they're not chayv and peya, so it, it's like it doesn't register on the peya scale. That's when you base Rebbe to say all trees. Okay, so it's in order to tell you how far Shammai is machmer. But he will tell you with the base Rebbe, but if you only had base Rebbe, which means trees, the low tanin b'masnisen, and you wouldn't say the Mishnah, which said olive trees, have an Amrin, and I would have said, well, yeah, I would only say regular trees, not olive trees, just other trees. I say Elon, yeah, I mean peach and, and apple, Dover Shupiturpeya, things that that's possibly you're not Chayev in Peya. That's where Hillel says you take one Peya for all the beds of grain that are growing. If it's olives, Maybe in Basilila's mode, it's considered a break. So therefore, it turns out, Next, Yashami wants to know, What are we talking about? 
if the trees are really far apart from each other. True, you got trees near the grain, but if the trees are really far apart from each other, even Meshamah should say, okay, you got trees there. A lot of times you have trees growing in fields where you have grain. And we don't say the trees are considered a break. In Beritzufin, if the trees are very close together, then that's like a gather. That's definitely like a hefsek. So Shalmi says the machlokus is only in one specific case. Ella, kianan kaiminan. What are we talking about? Benetuin mata eser lebeso, where the ten trees are placed in an area that you could plant a saw of, of grain. 50 by 50 amos, that's where you have the trees planted, 18 point something amos, each one from the other, a perfect shape from each other, perfect distance from each other. In that case, we have the machlokas and the Mishnah Shamein Hillel. Beishamai says, I don't care that that's in a base saw, and I know the trees aren't violating each other. I know that there's plenty of space between the trees, but to me, that's still considered like a mechitza. It's like they are rutsuf together. He says, no, there's enough space, and therefore, I'm going to say that I'm going to look at it like it's one big field which has sections of flower of beds of grain. My time at the Beishamai then. She'en derech b'nei odam liyos machnisim zroyim b'nei lonois. Because why, it's, it's abnormal to do that. Why? Because trees take away sunlight from plants. The grain, the barley, whatever it is, that's chayiv and peyah, the zroyim, they need the, the, the sunlight. And having the tree there takes away from it. So I don't know why you decided to do that. But that already shows you that you meant the tree to separate the field. It's not helping the field. The tree is not like a helper. The tree is a negative. And therefore, the tree stands as a machitza between one section and the other. So you have to take pay on all the sections. I says, you know what? If that's the idea of Beishamai, then Beishamai is like Rabbi Yossi and one of the Mishnai is coming up. Also, the Beishamik Rabbi Why? Kamad Rabbi Yossi Omar. Because we know what Rabbi Yossi said to us. What did Rabbi Yossi say? Ein derech b'neyodim liyos machnisim b'tselem b'neyerek. Rabbi Yossi talked about, we said, certain, um, there are certain vegetables, yerchayiv and peya. So uh, onions is one of the vegetables, yerchayiv and peya. Because onions can last longer. So let's say a person plants a certain type of vegetable and he puts onions in between them. So Rabiosi says that you have to take paya from each vegetable patch. Because if you have onions in the middle, that onion is is is, 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 is it, it actually is bad for the onion to be near the vegetable. That's not normal. It's like you're trying to make two separate sodot, two separate areas. So the fact that you put onions in between your other vegetables, that's telling me that these are separate fields. So isn't that the same svara of Shammai? That Shammai says it's, it's unusual and wrong to put the trees together with the grain. So therefore we call them two separate fields of grain. That's what Rabbi Yossi says. 
the onions and the vegetables aren't good together, so it's two separate fields. So it turns out that that idea that we see by Shammai is reflected in Rabbi Yossi. Would Rabbi Yossi reflect Shammai? We know that we don't pass like Shammai. That's strange that Rabbi Yossi should go like Shammai. Which is which is going to be questioned is. Mar says, you know what? It's not exactly the same. Beishamai, who says it by trees and grains, would be nodding his head in approval to Rabiosi. But Rabiosi, lo Yoda lo Beishamai, Rabiosi might not agree with Beishamai. Why? Because Beishamai, Yoda, Rabiosi, Beishamai would say, Rabiosi, yeah, you've taken my idea. You've, right, I like your idea. Because it's even better than my idea. Nobody puts machnis and bitzelim benayerek. Nobody puts those onions with those other vegetables. But Rabbi Yossi might say, yeah, because what I'm saying is an extreme case. That's clearly a demarcation between the areas, and you should take pay on everything. But Rabbi Yossi lo yodo le beshamai. Shekein derech benayodam liyos machnis and zorim benilonos. People do put plant grains where trees are already there. People do not plant vegetables, other vegetables, when the onions are there, because the onions can ruin them. But people will plant uh, grains by the trees. So therefore, even though it's similar, it's not the same. And therefore, Rabiosi is not in Shammai's uh, camp. Let's say, Hoyishom Geder. Instead of trees... There's 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 pieces of fence there. Hmm. Or is a piece of fence like Shammai? Would that mean it makes a separation, or would it be a non-separation according to Hillel? So we say a piece of a fence is like an Elon. Whatever is the din um, when it comes to uh, all right. Now uh, a, a tree would be true with a little bit of a fence. Adkadon b'muravim. Mikanu Makan. When we say that Shammai is moted to Hillel, when the tips of the beds are interconnected, that makes sense if both tips from north and south are connected to the one on the side of it. Right? For example, let's say this is let's say this is uh, where the word geder is 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 one uh, piece of uh, uh, is one bed of wheat. And then you have uh, the word yode is another piece of wheat, another uh, section of wheat. And the middle, let's say you have a tree. So let's say this resh extended where this hay was. So in other words, you can see that they're interconnected here and they're interconnected here where the gimel goes to the yod. In the middle, you have the tree. That makes sense. But ad kadom mikan but let's say they're only Murav on one side. So in the case, let's say Geder and Yoda, these are the two, these are the two grains, the two grain beds. And it's only connected here on one side. Would that be considered? Would Shammai agree to Hillel in that case? Or let's say Shloshatlamim. Let's say there's uh, approximately two Amis between the two. Or does Afilu Kol Shahu? 
maybe even the smallest amount? Does it have to go for two amas? Meaning when you have the two grain, the two beds, do they have to be connected for the length of two amas? Or even if it's just the smallest amount, that's considered a connection. The Gemara doesn't have an answer to that. Um, we know the Mishnah said, if you're menamir, you're soda. What does menamir mean? So why do we use that term, menamir? So the first thing the Gemara says is, kahadin nimro, like, like, a, like a leopard. Why? Whenever you have a place that you, uh, you put more fertilizer in one spot, that spot sprouts earlier and is ready for being harvested earlier. Whenever you have such fields, what do you call them? You call it nimrora. Nimroda should be karile. You call it a nimrod field, a nimroda field. You know what? It makes sense what Rabbi Kiva says. That let's say, again, using the Gemara page as, a, as an indicator, let's say that the, the stuff, let's, let's say this is your field where I'm drawing it. You see, I'm using the cursor. So let's say this square is the field. So the stuff on the side is all Yavesh, the stuff that's growing quicker the stuff that was better fertilized, the stuff that on the side got more sun, who knows, for some reason it grew quicker. Now that makes sense that Rabbi Kiva would say that if you harvest the sides, that's considered, sorry, the Chacham should say harvesting the sides first doesn't mean it's considered two fields. Let's read it again. Where it's Yavesh on the sides and it's Lach Be'emsa and it's wet in the middle. That's where it makes sense. The Chachamim should say, hey, that's just the way Ketzira is. A lot of times when you do Ketzira, you don't start from the inside. You start from the outside. It's easier, like when you cut your grass, it's easier to start from the outside. So it's even though it's true, this stuff here is much, it's much more ready than the stuff in the middle, which is Lach. And that maybe is where the Chachamim say, it's all one Ketzira. You don't take pay it twice. But let's say it's not that way. What would be in that case? Maybe there, in other words, it's 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 lach on the outside, and it's yavesh in the middle. Maybe there, even the chachamim will say that's considered like an unusual field. Rabbi Yochanan said, oh, "We'll tell you what." Rav Meir, in the last parak, he talked about a case where you had three fields. Let's say this is one, this is two. In the middle, you had, uh, it was actually one big field. And the middle area, you decided to be there as shachas. You decided, that was in the last parak. You decided to harvest it and using it as animal food. And our mayor says, once you harvest that middle stuff, even though it was just as wet as the other two, but from the way you looked at it, you thought it would make better animal food and it wouldn't grow as great. Once you do that, you're now chayiv and pay on these other two sides. That's Rav Meir's opinion. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochan wanted to say, 
Asi, the Rav Meir, Gishitas Rabbi Kiva Rabbo. Rav Meir is like his Rebbe, Rabbi Akiva. Why? The same way Rabbi Akiva says. When you have Lach, the that are growing, it's called Shnei Minimeim. It's called two separate fields. You have to take Peya twice. Ken Rav Meir Omar, Lach, the Shnei Minimeim. That was Rabbi Yochanan wanted to say. It's the same principle. Even though they're both grains, right? They're all the same grain. But once Rav Meir was based on the idea of Rabbi Akiva, because look, you harvested in the middle, that makes the other two separate. Kumar says it might not be true. Amri Chavraya Kumar Rav Yossi. Lomali Rabbi Akiva. Afil Karabonon. It could be even Rav Meir. It's nice to put Rav Meir like his Rebbe. But Rav Meir could even like the Rabbanon in our Mishnah that say that it's considered one field. Why? The Tanin and Taman, Hamachlik B'tseum Lushuk. If a person is growing onions and he decides, you know what, these wet onions, I'm going to harvest early and send them uh, to be sold in the groceries. And he keeps the uh, the older onions with him for his own personal uh, harvesting for the Goran. So what do you see from there? That's considered two fields. So that is what... Um, so therefore, you see the Chachamim, you don't have to be Rabbi Akiva to hold that you can separate two things by using them for different purposes. In other words, what did Rav Meir say? Rav Meir said that if you take the stuff in the middle for shachas, that creates a, a situation of three fields instead of one big field. Why do you say Rav Meir learned it from his Rebbe, Rabbi Akiva? He, could, he might agree with the Rabbanan in our Mishnah, but he took it out of the, that Mishnah about the onions. The same way the onions, and that seems to be the Rabbanan Shita, that it creates two fields. Rav Meir said the stuff in the middle creates two fields for the stuff on the side. So the Gemara says, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Shaminen Shuk V'gorin Shnei That's true. Shuk and Gorin are two Minen, because they're going in two separate places. But Lach V'yavesh, here, one isn't going to the market. They're both going for you. The only difference is, one of them is, is one of them, right? How do you know that? Right? Shnei minimem, lach v'yove, shnei minimem, that you don't see. You don't see from that Mishnah. Um, and it, right. So therefore, it could be that Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Meir does need Rabbi Akiva to say his shita. Let's say it's chatsi lach v'chatsi yovesh. Let's say if the material that we're talking about isn't exactly as good as the stuff that you're, in other words, it's sort of not, it's not like real wet. It's a little bit half and half. Then even Rav Kiva is moda that, uh, that that's considered one big field and only one payah. But Hanin and Moda B'chom Rav Kiva B'zareya Sheves O'chardo B'shlosha Makomos. We know the Mishnah said that the Chachamim agreed to Rabbi Akiva, that if you plant Sheves, that it's considered three fields. So, Mars says, yeah, Kaini. Masnison, it says Sheves Ochardo. What does it mean? It means Sheves Bashoshamakomas or Chardo. Doesn't mean both of them together. What's the reason? Because when it comes to Sheves, 
Shevis grows, grows at, 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 sprouts at different times. And therefore, it's three different fields. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, not because it grows differently, because you make sure to separate the areas with Shevis and Chardo and mustard. But they should darken with Zora, Rugos, Arugos. Because, and, and those separations of the areas indicate that you expect them to be three separate areas. And therefore, you have to take pay a, uh, it's not because it grows at different times. It's because physically the way you said it. I'll die to the Shmuel. If Shmuel is right, then it could even be one stalk is a separate field than the other one. Map of Sheves, Mikol Kelach Vekelach, because it's growing at a different rate. So even though it's only one stalk, you'd have to take pay from that stalk, and you can't include it in the stuff in the other area of the field. But Altas Rabbi Yochanan, it's not a stalk. It's got to be at least a bed of material, of grain, of a shevis. That's not from each stalk if the stalk happens to come up later. So that's the end of that halacha. We'll start the next Mishnah tomorrow. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.